welcome to Tech for PD, uh, the web show on technology for product development. I am Chad Jackson, one of your hosts. And I'm Jim Brown. I'm your other host today. Uh, today, we're going to talk about granularity versus integration. We're going to look at product lifecycle management and look at suite solutions versus best in class. I think it's going to be a really interesting topic. Yeah. And big surprise, Jim and I don't agree on this topic. Uh, but before we get into that, let's tell them a little bit about how the show is structured. Uh, we're going to start with a little bit of setting the stage, giving us, uh, giving you some of our views on the topic. Um, then Chad and I don't entirely agree, so we're going to have a debate and uh, talk about our views and uh, share some of uh, the way we agree and the way we disagree. Um, then we'll go from there and use our crystal ball um, and give a little idea of what we think is going to happen in the future. And from there, we're going to go to something called the consequences round. That's right. So here's the really cool thing. You get to determine who wins the debate. So there'll actually be some voting at the end of the show. We'll collect that and uh, there will be a winner and a loser. Right. And again, that's up to you, depending on who you think is more compelling. Uh, what we've decided is that whoever gets the fewer votes will brush their teeth with wasabi and we'll share that with you on the next episode. So let's go ahead and set the stage. Jim, why are we even talking about this today? Yeah, well, I think integration has always been important in product lifecycle management. When you think about uh, the importance of the relationships between all of the different aspects of developing a product, uh, all the people involved, and um, really also the processes that need to be associated with the data, I think integration is a bit of a no-brainer. Interesting. Okay. Well, I think that's been the traditional value behind PLM, but more recently some new solutions have come to market. You look at like Autodesk, Vault manages product data. Uh, they have PLM 360 to manage and automate processes. Canesto, you can use that to uh, automate formalized and ad hoc processes. Yeah, and you could you could probably include Informix in there as well. And Informix doesn't have uh, data management itself, but it pulls it together and allows you to add processes to it. Um, and, and analyze it. And, and I think Creo is actually an interesting uh, approach because you've got an integrated data model with applications on top of it. Um, maybe you could make an argument that that's granularity and integration, mm. um, maybe on both sides. Yeah, interesting. Well, uh, I think regardless of the different examples, I think part of the reason that uh, more granular solutions are getting some traction today is there's a backlash against the traditional cost and time associated with deploying uh, a PLM system. I mean, there's cost to integration, there's complexity to having all of your processes aligned, no question, but the value is there as well. And so what we've seen is what I call the four dimensions of PLM expansion, actually product lifecycle management going out and taking on a richer view of the product, going further up and back the product lifecycle, taking on, uh, on more processes and um, really involving then more people. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's a, a trend we're gonna continue to see. Let's not confuse them with your fancy frameworks. Let's go ahead and get started with the debate. Sounds good. So from my perspective, uh, integration makes sense where there's a lot of change that needs to be propagated between different things. So for example, like a CAD structure and a bill material, right? I mean, you need to keep those tightly in sync. However, in other areas like say, portfolio management. Now that's something that doesn't have to be closely tied with the rest of the stuff in the PLM system. It can kind of stand independently and add a ton of value. Uh, so that's an example of where I think things can be teased apart. Yeah, So, but we're not talking about around the edges. In portfolio management, I think there's some value in integrating there as well. But 
that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> what we're talking about is core product development data and processes. You're saying that they don't really have to be that tied together. They don't really have to be that that synchronized and, and in one place. That's right. I, I don't. I, I don't think they have to be uh, integrated. You can integrate them, but I think it takes far too much effort uh, to try and get all of your data uh, under control and managed, then get your processes under control and managed, and then figure out how they're all connected to each other. I think it's far too much effort. And I think, again, you can get incremental value out of just taking the step in one area, like getting your processes under control or getting your data under control. I don't think you should have to jump a huge hurdle to get to that. Yeah, but if, if data and processes aren't in sync and aren't thought through together, then your processes won't support your data, your data won't support your processes. So you gotta be able to look at those things and architect them together or it's not gonna work. Yeah, well, but here's the thing. If, if any improvement requires a big initiative like that, that is a monumental effort, it's, it's gonna be really hard to get value. There's gonna be a long time before you get the first hint of value. That's the big problem that I have with it. Right, and, and I would never suggest that anybody goes and tries to implement all of PLM at one time. What I think though is very important is that we make sure that what companies do is go out, even if they've got um, incremental steps, which I absolutely agree with, mm -hmm. they have to have that vision of what it's gonna mm -hmm. look like in the future and understand processes, data, how they fit together, and then build to it in incremental steps. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. All right, well, good thing is you get to decide on who's right. Well, let's shift gears and talk about what's gonna happen next in the industry. Uh, Jim, I'm really curious to see what you think is gonna happen. Well, I know what's gonna happen. Um, I think what we're gonna see is more of the same. I've been following enterprise uh, applications, PLM and others for a long time. And what tends to happen is you've got a core of capabilities in the center and then people innovate around the edges with best-in-class solutions and then the suite expands and includes those capabilities whether through acquisition or, or whether they actually um, just build that kind of capability themselves within the application so i hmm. i think we're going to see more continued expansion like that because the value of integration is so great okay all right well Crazy enough, this is one of the few times that we will actually agree on something. Um, I do think there's going to be some some movement in the space in terms of acquisitions or even mirroring capabilities, but I think um, what that will cause is an evergreen effect right. with startups. Um, I think that part of the draw, I mean, certainly product capabilities make a difference, but part of the reason why these solutions are attractive is because they are granular they're not part of an integrated suite. So I think right. when these solutions get acquired and integrated, I think people will want to go out and find something else, something more granular. Yeah, I think, I think it's just hard for them to compete um, by creating a startup within what becomes the core of the integrated solution because the value of integration, you, you don't even need to have all the same capabilities when you're a suite provider. Um, I think it becomes harder to have, oh. have best of breed within there versus around the edges. Um, but maybe with more granular solutions, even within the suites, there, there, you know, there will always be a space. And mm -hmm. I, I think we've seen 
innovation within the core and the cat industry for sure recently. That's right? that's absolutely true. That's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah. So, well, neither of us really do have a crystal ball, but um, hopefully that gives you some insight into where we think things are going. So now is the time where we normally have consequences from the last debate topic, but because this is the first episode, obviously we don't have anything to uh, to share with you right now. Uh, but look forward to uh, next uh, next episode when uh, the one that gets the fewest votes will be brushing their teeth with wasabi. And I'm not exactly sure who that'll be, but it should be uh, should be interesting to watch. Jim, yeah. So in that. the meantime, uh, you can also get involved in other ways. So we're always looking for ideas about new topics as well as new consequences. So wherever you're watching this on the web, leave a comment uh, and suggest something, or you can go to Twitter and use the hashtag #TechForPD and leave your thoughts there. Yeah. And as far as the consequences are concerned. Um, use your imagination, but uh, we have to set some limits. Nothing lethal, nothing illegal. Really. So thank you for tuning in. I'd like to thank our sponsor, PTC, for helping make this uh, first episode of Tech4PD a reality. Yeah, thanks for tuning in today. I hope it's been of value and uh, see you next time.